0: Hello to everyone tuning into the Highly Optimized podcast today. My name is Ryan Sprague and throughout this podcast, I will be showcasing individuals who are living a life beat to their own drum, sharing their stories, and revealing their valuable information for you listeners on how you can effectively take life into your own control, what steps to take to create your own path, and how to maximize your results in manifesting your dreams in this reality. Sitting in with us today to share his epic journey is a man who is a true testament to the idea that everything in our lives happens for us rather than to us. He is an individual who has gone through his fair share of transitions in life, having gone from living in L.A. with big dreams of success to becoming a minimalist living in the country before beginning his passion project, Sun Potion. Which is now one of the main companies leading the way in what medicinal plants, superfoods, and tonic herbs can do to transform our health, happiness, and well-being in all aspects of our life. Furthermore, he is someone who is ever curious about the many mysteries of life. And if this wasn't enough, is also dedicated to being of service to the planet at large in order to leave the Garden of Earth greener than when he found it. Which is something I believe the Earth needs now more than ever. So please help me in giving a very warm welcome to Scott Lindy. What's up, Scott?
1: Hey! <laughs> hey. What a rousing, uh, what a rousing <laughs> introduction! I'm so <laughs> glad to be here
0: yes you like, know, yeah
1: uh, everybody like let's
0: do it <laughs> you know if I, my goal with the intros is always to hype the person because you know a lot of times and I imagine you know Scott like having done a lot of stuff and be someone who really has a big passion for life we forget about some of the wins we've had right and so like if I can remind someone of like oh shit that's me yeah that's really cool that I feel is like the most fun aspect of me doing podcasts because it's the thing we don't do enough celebrate wins <laughs>
1: Off to a great start today. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for having me. And yes, I I felt some winds uh, feelings in there, and that was uh, such a kind introduction. Thank you
0: thank you scott yeah and you know as the intro suggested you know you've had you've been a man who has gone through lots of transitions and you know you're at a certain point now with some potion and i'd love to give a little background and context on your journey you know what first got you into exploring nature uh you know being passionate about being of service to the planet and how did you go from you know if i remember correctly in doing research you know getting in that car accident to being able to you know continue living into a minimalist uh lifestyle versus the typical la lifestyle so
1: i'll start with the beginning you know it's for me i was really fortunate to be uh raised close to nature in minnesota on in fact a lake they have many lakes here and so we had a full experience of all four seasons annually we have really tracking the seasons, even by my, my mother was really into the migration of birds. So we kept these birding um, books and journals and showing dates of when we'd see different flocks come through and things early memories of in the swamp behind on one side of the family house, kind of off the back of this peninsula was watching like the larva and the skaters and the little critters, like teeming in in just a handful of a cup of pond water there's so much diversity and activity and movement and and all of those things in that water Um, you know for me I loved the the four seasons and we certainly got out for them and after college like into my early 20s I was ready to go and experience sunshine year-round so I moved to California (laughs) and I lived for three years in LA and You know, it's L.A. time, pretty central in L.A. I did get to go to three years of agape while I was there, which was a fantastic experience and got into people like Eckhart Tolle and Adiashanti and that kind of stuff while there. You mentioned a car accident kind of got ejected out of L.A. And then it was like, oh, man, time to get Uh, I couldn't be around cars. I couldn't be around really people and city and noises and stuff. I was just, my nervous system was a little fritzed. Mm. So I went and got out into nature and that led me on about a five-year stint of, as you mentioned, ultra minimalist and, you know, really took time to learn things like gratitude and appreciation and uh, abundance of nature. I mean, I was, there were times living on different properties and doing land stewardship or being in more of a community type setting, um, still minimal structure, even sometimes living just outside for parts of the year, or I had a TP for a year. Um, <laughs> That's good, awesome. again, good climate for it that return to nature and clearing out of schedule, which, and clearing out of stuff, really also the minimalist aspect, left a lot of space for me to look at belief systems and I guess you could call them programs or like Mm. mental pathways, things that I would interpret or um, discern kind of my path through life with. And these things I had acquired through, we all acquire through family things and growing up and schooling. And, you know, maybe we have, um, in my case, I was brought through some time in like Baptist kind of things and went to military school and um, had a pretty good time of all of it. But, you know, you learn things along the way. And, and so I took that time in nature in Ojai to really just sit down and have space to start looking at what felt true and cultivating intuition and transparency and being able to discern and see through various different structures so that I could make better sense of like what I was here to do. I wanted to be of service. You mentioned that. Um, I wanted to be engaged in life, but I didn't want to go and just get into something that was in, unintentional because I knew that time moves really fast, and I knew that I could be distracted on maybe somebody else's project or just working at a job. Mm. Uh, journey of the broke or just over broke <laughs> kind of situation. Yeah, broke is like a lot of different kinds of broke you can have in a job. And anyways, um. You know, I, I think during that time, there was an overarching theme of wanting to be uh, kind of useful, helpful, of service, kind of on a divine, some kind of divine inspired path mm. and that passion around uh, nature and a neglected dimension, but I had trained at pretty high levels for endurance sports when I was young and was very familiar with like very elevated states of just feeling awesome in my body mm. um, during high school and college years. and. I had elevated states just from being in the raw, pure, connected place with that beautiful Southern California mountainous um, special town there. But also I was learning about tonic herbs, adaptogens, and these plants which offer not necessarily concentrated forms of nutrition, because we can all get that from different kinds of wholesome foods, but uh, really provided plant chemistries that would support and augment the chemistry is already naturally in a healthy state happening in the body. And some of these are maybe bioidentical precursors or hormonal things or neurotransmitters or that kind of stuff that has been uh, in these plants and used by in partnership with humans for a long time in many cases. But I was at that time really just like learning about them for me, for sure, for the first time Mm -hmm. and having different experiences and, having a pretty like kind of spiritist kind of orientation with all the nature and really very little interaction with technology or frankly, that many people for that matter. (laughs) Um, There were certainly key people around, but um, not a lot of just distractions. So I started learning about tonic herbs and adaptogens adaptogens while I was there and started having my own excitement about finding particular growers or producers whom I felt really resonant with, and over time became friends with some of these people, and uh, yet there was not always an easy pathway for me to procure some of these things. So I ended up. It occurred to me one day, like a, somebody hit me on the back of the head with a you know <laughs> two by four or something. I was like, boom! Oh, like oh, I could oh, that's it. I'll just make a project and make these things available. And if people are into them, they can, at least they can have access to them. Mm. They'll be much easier for somebody else to find than they've been for me to find. And, um, I can just go, here you go. And, and if, uh, anybody's interested, then they would have, they could get them. And, if they weren't then i would have at least a legitimate project where i could procure and get them for my for myself that's <laughs> that was like a a cool thing
0: yeah
1: you know one of the, some of these like really simple examples of metaphysical energies is like if we want to actually have something be a part of us or have something around in our lives that we love or feel passionate about we don't have to hold that thing ever really. I mean, we can just think of ourselves like a conduit or a pipe. Mm. And if we're passing that thing that we love through the pipe, then it's always around and it's always accessible and it doesn't have to be like our thing. So that was a lesson from the agape days in LA. Each of these stages is really important. And even though some of them are maybe easier or harder or more fun or less fun than others, yeah, you know, they always kind of loop around and provide some value eventually. So I decided basically to become as big a pipe as possible for just passing adaptogens and tonic herbs and plants and things that I personally love and want for myself and those people around me and make them available for other people if they were into it. So that's been Sun Potion. And we've now I've been doing it for 10 years, a little wow. over 10 years. So
0: That's such a beautiful journey. (laughs) (laughs) That's a beautiful journey, man. And, you know, that's why I love starting out with really hearing the background, because, you know, what I feel is, you know, reading online, whatever, you know, like, no matter how many times you get asked that, I imagine the story is told a little differently, right? And the more, the older you get, the more experience you have, you remember different points as being pivotal points. And like you were saying, yeah, maybe some parts I could look back on as not as fun or more fun yet. They were all impactful and leading you to this screen right now. Right. <laughs> so, you know, so absolutely, it's like, yeah. And, that's one of the things that I always think about, you know, if you think about it in just a physical training sense, right. You said you're, you know, big in endurance sports when you were a kid and, um, you know, you think about it like there are certain parts of any race you're in that are, you know, probably not your favorite. And then other parts that you're like, oh, I'm, I really strive at this. Right. Like if you're looking at like a triathlon, maybe you're great at the swimming part, but the running part is really not your favorite part. The running part actually has the ability to make you a better you because it forces you to do something that otherwise, you know, it, it forces you to look at those beliefs you have of, oh, I'm not a good runner versus I didn't run good one time and therefore adopted a belief that I'm not a good runner. Right. That's how mm. those things work. And so it, it, you know, any challenging point in life has an ability. If we look at it as happening for us to be able to excavate those beliefs or those roots and pull them right out and put a new seed in that's actually happening, you know, in, in, arguing for our possibilities rather than our limitations. I love that.
1: Replanting our garden.
0: Yes. I love it. (laughs) We'll see how many metaphors we can say for planting a garden (laughs) by the end of this. (laughs) Everyone, uh, you know, everyone always talks about, you know, uh, with me, I love bringing things back to gardening because... Really I see so many similarities in, in everything, right? I mean we know we start essentially from a seed and grow up into a beautiful tree you know or bush or whatever you want to become. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I really find that you know that connection to nature is something that you know I was fortunate enough to get into uh, cannabis at a young age and be interested in like the the intricacies of growing it. And uh, that got me into organic regenerative agriculture, and uh, that's how I formed my original relationship with the land. And then from there, it spawned into a you know a million different things, and become a gigantic hobby and passion of mine. It brings up a really good point because you know I feel as though one of the things that you know you talked about was that time to go within, right? You had that time to actually go within, and understand what programs you had and what programs of those were viruses right and and that's what i always you know chat about you know with with clients and with people is that You know, we have programs that we pick up from our parents or, you know, schooling or et cetera. And, you know, I truly believe everyone is doing the best with the information they have. They think that by telling you, hey, don't do that, it's going to help you. Yet they have the virus too, and they don't, they're not aware of it, right? So, you know, there comes a point where if we have that time to go within, which is why, again, everyone in the world stresses meditation, right? Like every day, you know, you can can actually start to understand like, oh, maybe that, you know, is not something that's actually helping me, you know, and rather than look at it as the enemy or anything like that, it's like, okay, cool. What can I learn here to go forward with? And, you know, I'm curious, you know, with those elevated states you were feeling, did you have any connection? I know you're, you're into a lot of spiritual stuff, you know, and by doing research, of you, I was like, this is going to be a really fun conversation because of that and uh, many other things. But I'm curious, you know, have you heard the whole idea that, Every religion talks about these three states, right? Either hell, like in Christianity, it's hell, purgatory, and heaven. You know, they've talked about the underworld and the middle world, the upper world, right? And, you know, I'm curious, you know, did you find that when you were in these elevated states, you were really in heaven on earth? And did you also find that in other times you could be in a perceived hell? by the thoughts you were thinking and how much you were stuck in the, what the Toltecs called the matote, You know, I'm, I'm sure you're picking up on the four and fifth agreement, you know, uh, references here, but I'm curious what you have to say about that.
1: Well, I believe we're all so very powerful beings that we can create any one of those anytime that we want. Agreed. I'm not feeling to, of course, but <laughs> I mean, why would I feel to, but I could put myself into a whole froth and make myself feel so much emotional pain and create a whole bunch of, things. But why would I do that? <laughs> like I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm over that kind of no. thing. I mean, I've started to be over it altogether, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, when we're grounding ourselves, you know, it's really important to be able to connect with other people. So connecting through technology these days is I'm wearing a Bluetooth, wire, you know, thing that sits on my bone and on my temple and like vibrates not even into my ear but on my cheekbone Mm. like that's probably not (laughs) it's probably not helping my spiritual evolution i'll just (laughs) like but i do it because i i want to be heard clearly and i don't i try and do it for a limited amount of times in a day but i know for certain that i had like for as a as a point of example i had about a year where I basically lived off of association with time. I didn't have, I didn't keep a watch. I wasn't um, really in a environment that even had a clock around. I had a non-smartphone cell phone that I would use from time to time to call family and that, but really didn't look at it for time. It was an awesome year. <laughs> I mean, I learned a lot that year. I felt a lot that year. I had times where I just would like, wake up and roll outside the tent and look at the sky and just be like i mean it was like beautiful emotional super high refined clear and crying just because (laughs) it's so beautiful like yeah i mean i've never i hadn't at that time had experiences like that and You know, those kind of moments weren't really they weren't associated or induced by some outside thing other than maybe a lack of outside things and just creating space to um, be grounded, be clear and put in my body things that I felt were uh, energetically supportive to how I wanted to feel Mm. and keep a good mindset. I mean, I was like so grateful to be in environments like that. It was just like a very, you know, like seven levels of heaven kind of thing. Like, wow, how much better can we feel today than <laughs> than yesterday? And yet not afraid of, you know, if something occurred that I my my grandfather died during that time. I felt really sad for a quite a while about that. I wasn't afraid of going into different places on the spectrum. The experience was just to lend relevance to this idea that has been with me for some time now, which is that I want to be comfortable in the most places in the spectrum as possible in this life. Mm. I want to be comfortable like ultra minimalist being in living and sleeping outside. I want to be comfortable going to New York, which I, you know, before the last year used to go very regularly to New York and was really into doing art things there and going to shows and exhibits and had a whole group of friends there and cities, a lot of energy. I wouldn't choose to be there all the time, but I love flexing that muscle sometimes and going and diving into that experience, then stepping back out. Yes. Many different layers and levels of experience possible. And I believe that we all, as we choose to start, Acknowledging ourselves as powerful beings and taking responsibility for the power that we have over our own states and experiences. To yes, and maybe we have to like clear some things out, like the clearing some of those programs and stuff. The herbs, by the way, help with all this stuff. I didn't just mm. the stuff just didn't just happen. <laughs> you gotta like <laughs> you <feel> like <laughs> you know it's like it, it, there's a lot of things going into the soil to build the tilt and like prepare the fer- fertile ground for the right, you know, things to grow out of that. Mm. Um, but yeah, stations of, of the spectrum and being comfortable and adapt in as many as possible is just a really, in my opinion, a really fun thing to be able to do. Then you don't have to take stuff so seriously. You like acquire something or some things and they go away. well, it's just a thing. It's just like an experience to have. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a project that you put your whole passion and your whole love and your whole heart into and the thing fails, well, at least it's, at least you did your thing. Yeah. And if, <laughs> if you're only, if you're the only person involved in the project, then even so much, in my experience, so much more the better because you can, if you can take full responsibility if it fails, mm-hmm. you just go like, I did it. It's cool.
0: I had a great experience. <laughs> yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because what even is failure at the end of the day, right? It's still a learning experience if you choose to view it that way. And, you know, that brings up the the concept you were talking about that, we are the creator of our reality, right? I think, you know, as a society, we are waking up to that in certain ways. And also it is, you know, scary for many how much responsibility does come that with that, right? Like what language we use, how we talk to ourselves. I mean, it's literally our language creates spells. Abracadabra, with my word, I create, right? Like it's huge.
1: <laughs> how much responsibility? You want to just talk about on a gross physical plane level, you start like massively showing up in a place of service and providing things for other people that they value, whether that's an experience of service a, in, in the case of sun potion, I feel like it's kind of a relationship with plants that allows that person to like have a connection with nature, wherever they are and have this support of the chemistry from the plant go and enrich and help them live their better human life whatever that is for them Mm. and you start doing that and then all kinds of things follow in the wake of that that you don't necessarily have to take even responsibility for for them showing up Mm. but you start if things start amassing around you you better be able to take responsibility for stewarding them yes (laughs) that's that's like a whole nother muscle you gotta be taking care of so yeah and Cause it doesn't do anybody any good to like, you know, build a skyscraper and like not be able to pay for the trash
0: (laughs) to be taken out or, you know, like
1: not understand the logistics of how to keep the place staffed or something.
0: Yes. Yeah. And that's where I found like, for me, like meditation, inner work as the, you know, cliche term is these days, you know, just living with nature has really helped me out because So long as I am doing that, I am giving myself time per day to check it and go, am I taking the trash out, right? Like, am I being fully responsible? Am I feeling the impact that my words are having on other people? Am I casting white magic or black magic? of course, you know, I have the best of intentions, but again, it's awareness. Awareness is the whole game as I see it, right? It's not about perfectionism. It's simply about awareness. How much can you become aware to? Because then a mistake is just that it's just a mistake. And you're allowed to own up to it and say, Hey, I apologize for the way I spoke to you. I realized in becoming aware of it, that I was cast in some black magic. And I'd like to apologize for that. Right. And that's the game, right? So I feel for me, that's one of, being one of the biggest aha moments is that, oh, when I realized it was not about being perfect, that took so much pressure off me because then actually my main priority became, well, how do I gain awareness every day? Well, I do that through my spiritual practice and through the way I live. And my spiritual practice became my entire life, <laughs> you know, and that's helped me so much.
1: Isn't it amazing when you just get submerged in the tank? the inside of the lungs and the outside of the water all kind of becomes the something the same thing you know something that struck me when you were saying that the white magic and the black magic you know if in my experience the more that i can take my personal aspiration for something for uh, outcomes out of the equation the safer it is it's like keeping like a safety like mechanism or layer or something like that. So when it comes to aspiration, like for instance, I, my personality is incredibly risk tolerant. I will take risks with the business and do things and make investments or jump. If we, you know, if we need to, we just do all that and it keeps the thing dynamic, but the aspiration and the, the kind of, the excitement comes around. How do we be of service more? How do we see more people having these things around them and have a relationship with these different plants so that they can have their own experience and then be supported and helped in the ways that they will. Mm. I've been able to talk with confidence about the, some of these um, like plants or experiences or things like that, because for me, I had such a positive, powerful, like, Really grounded and fortified and strong, but also like supple and adaptable and etheric, and both. Hmm. Uh, I've got a neighbor coming to visit. We <laughs> just should I pause for one second? Is yeah. yeah here.
0: All right, Scott. We're back. Scott had a neighbor show up.
1: We had a neighbor. It's <laughs> kind of sparse up here in the North so the neighbor came to say hi, and I met her. Her name's Cynthia. She's Lovely. Hopefully, um,
0: Cynthia gets to listen to this. Hey, Cynthia.
1: <laughs> oh, hello, Cynthia. Yeah, we'll we'll send it over to her. Nice. You know, I I just to get back on track. Um, I I think we were talking a bit about kind of taking one's own personal personal ambition out of the equation when asking yes. and using that um, energetic white magic or yes. or darker magic forces because we are powerful beings. So we start picturing things. We start reciting things in our head. We start running scripts. Like that's all like leading to the movement of matter around us. Mm -hmm. That's going to create outcomes. And so the more that we understand that and the more that for me, I was saying, taking myself out of it personally, I learned early, like the, the goal was to see, People have tonic herbs and adaptogens be a part of their life, so that uh, lives so that they could have potentially some of these similar experiences that I was so thrilled by, um, getting introduced to them and having these peak experiences. That yes, they were in nature. Yes, I had put myself in in a certain type of environment, but they were heavily supported by the experiences I was having from adding herbs like macuna in my daily tea and life experience and so for me i just wanted to share that and so it wasn't really about it's not about me i basically work for the plants i had some uh, one of my teachers to mention that little catch of phrase years ago and it really works for me it's like yeah i work for the plants so i'm kind of like liaison here <laughs> introduce okay. the plants to the people the people to the plants if we need to as the liaison meet need to make the um, plants look beautiful because they're in kind of a alchemical classic respectfully placed like um packaging I'm okay with that if some particular um, groups of people need to pass it around on social media in order for someone to see it and go oh I'd be interested in trying that or I wonder if that'll help me feel a certain way. I'm okay with that too. So it's been an interesting adventure for sure, because it's caused for learning of many different kinds of categories. So there's aspects of uh, alchemical, mystical, spiritual, nature, outdoor, plant, deva, kind of energetic architectures for sh- for certain in, especially in the kind of times building and leading into the like battery pack of being able to just step in and go (laughs) and just have it all just flow out like a fire hose and, and not having to think about it because it was just so much a part of just the out picturing of what i saw in my own mind's eye and you mentioned even earlier those different stations of reality of uh energetic hell a purgatory a heavenly experience and do we pop into these different phases there were i had was having before starting the brand having experiences of like pitch dark room turn all the lights on and seeing the entire brand in formation with like all the different things that have just happened over the course of years like seeing all of that and seeing what it looked like and seeing the people enjoying and me enjoying myself and all the different things I'd learn and all this stuff, but actually just like seeing images of it for just like a few glimpses and then like lights turn off. <laughs> well, like I saw that, I saw it. So yeah. I know it's real. <laughs> so I'm like, it's real. I know it's real. Yeah. Um, Because I saw it. And yeah. so um, then that was incredibly reassuring because all I had to do then is show up. If it's going to be like that, then it's like, it's just going to be like that. All I have to do is like, you know, again, it takes me out of, I'm fully responsible for whether or not it, uh, if I I show up to the most that I can, Mm. but, you know, it takes me out of like, it's not me doing it. It's like, we're just like showing up, making things available, turning on all the circuits, like, and then seeing what happens. It's so much fun. And along the way, and then you get into levels where you're like, Oh, I have to, oh, I get to learn about art and design and marketing. And I get to spend a lot of time around expressions of beauty. I love art. I love collecting art. I love going and viewing art. I love the way that art and nature relate with one another. I absolutely love the way that taking things like the sun potion herbs actually enhances and changes my experience of connecting with art. and. I've had other people tell me it really helps them with their creativity. I'm not so much of that type of a artistic creator like works on paper and canvas, but I certainly appreciate it and have made it a big part of that's a part of like things I get excited about. I love design. I love mechanical machines. We use mechanical machines to like build the products and have a, have a, sort of a nutraceutical laboratory in our facility that I get to work in. And it's, oh my God, it's so much fun. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. And, you know, it it brings up something that I, I love chatting about. And I've found that many people, including myself for many years, we hear the term plant medicines or plant teachers. And I wrongly assumed when I was younger that Plant medicines were psychedelics only, right? And what you realize is that actually some of these non psychedelic plants actually have the most noticeable changes in your biochemistry, right? Like ashwagandha, for <laughs> yeah. instance, right? Which I know you guys work with. I mean, I remember when I first started experimenting with adaptogens as a whole, but especially ashwagandha, just feeling the nervous system difference was outstanding. And of course, you know, if you engage with the psychedelic, yeah, you're going to have an experience. Right. But at the end of that experience, if you don't integrate, you just go back to the same person. Right. But for me, when I did these adaptogens, I was able to see like, oh, this is like what I, and I'm careful to say the word should, but you know, this is what I should feel like. This is what I aim to feel like. Put it that way. Right. Like this is what true relaxation feels like, you know?
1: Yeah. And I didn't even know that it felt like that before. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I've had moments like that myself too, or like I'm my goodness, I feel so good. I didn't yeah. even know I could feel this good before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like is it okay changes to feel everything. this good? This is yeah. like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of I call it like contagious feeling good. I had these experiences early on in the company where I was like I was like consuming so many, so much of these products <laughs> and things. I was just like ping, like yeah. totally totally ultra clear totally switched on like all the time felt amazing i'd be like in the afternoon carrying armfuls of packages to the post office (laughs) and like chatting people up in line like oh man i feel so good you want to i'll tell you all about (laughs) it like (laughs) Oh,
0: my goodness. That's that's so funny. That's hilarious, man. I've had so many of those very similar experiences. And, you know, I'm a gigantic plant medicine guy, right? And I say plant medicines in the in the way of expanding it to all plants, because really, any plant is a medicine of some sort, even if it's a poison, right? It's a medicine to someone or to something. And so, you know, for me, um, you know, one I've really enjoyed that gets me, you know, just absolutely jazzed is Kratom or Kratom, right? Like, that stuff has some uh, incredible opportunities for mood uplifting uh, properties and uh, you know stimulating effects, relaxing effects. And I find that for a lot of the people that I used to work with uh, when I was in the cannabis industry that would not particularly like how cannabis made them feel but they still wanted to be able to engage with some sort of plant medicine, Kratom, Kratom, however you pronounce it, you know, that was something that was really beneficial for them. And just getting to see that, I imagine, you know, this feeling, like getting to see someone experience a plant medicine for the first time, where it works better than how they thought it was going to work. That's like, you know, that's like watching someone open their Christmas presents on Christmas morning when you know what they got, but they didn't yet know what they got. And all of a sudden you get to watch their whole state of being and state of awareness change and transform in front of you. I personally feel like that's the best high in the world, you know, just getting to watch someone engage with a plant medicine and have their life shifted as a result of it. It's so powerful.
1: I'll say my own kind of wheelhouse, if we will, is kind of within the realms of I would say tonic herbs and adaptogens, or in other words, plants which really are meant to be had in small servings daily mm. over a like very long period of time. I mean, you could really say like over a long, healthy, happy, awesome life, just take <laughs> it forever, kind of a thing. Yeah. And these deviate from most plants are actually most plants that are used for healing, like by a huge ratio, are um, typically medicinal plants. And these other, this other little cluster or family of plants that has veins that run through many different healing traditions. You can find it in like African shamanic um, healing tradition might have a few. Then there's, you know, Taoist tonic herbalism and more of a Asian um, perspective is going to have like its whole system is going to be built around these types of plants um ayurvedic has you mentioned ashwagandha or makuna or Mm. triphala or shatavari or bacopa all these i mean we sell all these but all these are plants that they're providing chemistries that are really just like the body's going to use them or they if it doesn't need them it won't use them Mm. um the the chemistries and so and some of these plant chemistries maybe like an ashwagandha it's main effective power, if you will, is kind of providing this like really potent antioxidant, which the body can plug into maybe a dozen different places if it is needed there. So it helps to has its downstream effects of taking that plant are really vast. Um, Like, for instance, it helps normalize sleep, you know, all this, I'm sure normalize sleep cycle, lengthen periods of deep sleep while resting. Mm -hmm. It's basically like a th- food for the thyroid. It really helps to balance both male and female hormones, can have supportive effects for mild anxiety or mild depression, great for the libido, great for supporting an adaptable immune system. So that's just one example. It's interesting. I think in California, we just have had the state senate decriminalized psilocybin mushrooms. I believe is maybe that was a month ago. I
0: believe it was in um, Oakland, right?
1: Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but in any case, there's been like a, a growing kind of uh, presence of that kind of discussion and, and um, folks whom are like business capital oriented folks that are like, Oh, we're going to like get in on this as the next like wave of things. And some things could be said about it. You know, I think it, it is, my understanding, it is true that if you take that material that plant material, it can help to like clear certain brain pathways and help reorient like new brain pathways where mm. um you can kind of have like new kind of realizations or see things slightly different, uh literally and figuratively, depending <laughs> on the survey size. <laughs> um but you know, you can have these kind of realizations and stuff. However, if you take that material on like a daily basis, no People will do like microdosing for periods of time, mm. but if you, and that can be really helpful for where it's like a small enough amount that it's not really distracting you from your day, but it's yeah. sort of there. But if you do that for an extended period of time, you're kind of like on a, you're kind of like on the rail train to Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, which is, you know, that's not really where I personally want to end up. So. <laughs> <I get it>. <laughs> I, <laughs> i try and like i try and limit my plant experiences to things that i can pretty much have freely and and regularly and Mm. over a very long period of time that i for long you know long histories in human time have been considered safe to to have and that kind of thing without Mm. really carrying now we have to assume that they're very cleanly grown and the quality is there and the there's some prerequisites but they're not going to kind of throw you over the edge or imbalance anything or cause some downstream problem concern. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe we have like some period of like, Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. But, and these, the, this kind of approach can actually be in my own experience and many people whom share with us, I mean, it can be really earth, earth moving. I mean, you go like, mm. turn around one day and go like, holy cow I feel really different like I feel way more grounded I feel way more in my body my digestion is different my my sleep cycle has changed the way that I taste these herbs which used to for you know for a new person starting out maybe tastes medicinal and bitter and kind of intense after some time person might go like i kind of like this stuff it's starting to like really (laughs) taste good and it's like well yeah because the chemistry is like your brain is like give me more (laughs)
0: yeah yeah You know, that's, that's really funny. Um, I've had uh, a multitude of those experiences with certain herbs. Um, you know, I'm good friends with the founder of, uh, symbiotica, if you've heard of them before and, uh, they're sulfurophane, you know, they're sulfurophane. The first time I tried it, I was like, interesting. And now I crave it, you know, uh, and, and it's a, it's a great taste for anyone listening. It's not like it's, you know, straight out of the garden, but it is definitely, you know, sulfurophane for sure. I mean, you can only hide so much in sulfurophane. And so, you know it's really interesting you brought up the quality right of of the herbs that you're getting because you know in the cannabis industry for instance this is a gigantic issue that no one's at, talking about right you have these big you know <laughs> finance guys or real estate guys that now see an opportunity to make money in cannabis so they buy oh my these god, yeah they're so dumb oh my god it's it's crazy <laughs> man you know and and trust me i like i ended up working for one of them for a little while when my company got bought out the company i worked for and it was just a very interesting experiment to run through right seeing how you know, the customers that were coming in, the patients that were coming in saw a unique difference in the product, right? Even though the THC percentage is the same and all these quantitative measures were the same, you know, the product, the end product just did not have the the right energy. And, you know, what I feel like is going on there is that a lot of what we're talking about here is qualitative in nature, right? I mean, you talk about things like biogeometry or really, to make it simple, even love, right? You can't measure with units of love how much you love something, but yet it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? So, you know, we only see 4% of visible reality, typically anyway, unless we're ingesting plants that allow us to, you know, unlock some more of that. And also, I would honestly, you know, my, my opinion on that is that if you're interacting with things like you're talking about adaptogens, you know, tonic herbs, and you're doing that daily, maybe that 4% of visible reality actually starts to open up, you know? I mean, that's personally how I feel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't It doesn't just happen with psychedelics, but the, the thing is that, people are so into instant gratification right because that's how we've been bred i mean we want a dopamine kick we open up instagram i mean all this stuff's instant gratification yet if you can get yourself more used to delayed gratification through fasting through doing these things through eating plants every single day that over the course of a year all of a sudden your whole life changes but it wasn't you know one specific night it was just like the full cumulative effect of it right then you know that's that's personally one of the biggest things I see happening in the cannabis world. And I imagine it's happening everywhere. Right. I mean, you know, you go into vitamin shops and, you know, you have these low quality supplements and, you know, the people, at the desk will tell you, Oh, it's the same thing, just cheaper price. And it's like, what quality? No, it's always, there's, I mean,
1: as long as it's not just a, you know, it's hard. I can't speak for every company, but Mm. if I was to go to market and just want to purchase herbs, for myself to consume and I didn't have this brand, I would definitely be going off of starting with uh like price and then just to get in the window. Uh, because you generally are gonna if it's a reputable brand, you're gonna be paying more for things that are of higher value. But then, you know, having these kind of herbs on a regular basis really trains the person's you you started talking about that range of maybe 4% perception, maybe we can expand Mm -hmm. it to eight or something Mm -hmm. like that. I'll tell you for certain some things that do change. And if you don't believe me, just try it yourself and you'll probably have the same type of a, a, similar type of experience, which is that our personal discernment when having adaptogens and tonic herbs like sun potion on a regular basis, for me, absolutely changed for sure. Like the things that I was drawn to, the things that I no longer was drawn to, the things that I would like look at and go, oh, I huh, I'm not going to eat that today because <laughs> I ate it like some other time. And I actually didn't feel good afterwards. <laughs> like, you know, there's so we can go in my old state of, in a, in a, at times in my life. I was so just like in so much white noise mm-hmm. in my surroundings that I didn't know if I. I didn't remember if I stubbed my, like bumped my knee and had a bruise on my knee from three days ago. I didn't remember if like, I kind of had a stomach ache from lunch because I ate some (laughs) weird food. You know, it just wasn't like, there was like all cerebral and disconnected. Well, start having some of these chemistries show up in the body regularly, like consistently small serving just every morning type thing. Boy, we mentioned change of taste. Change of smell can happen for me. It did I mean what a trip it is to start smelling good smells walking around outside in the woods or in nature that I just hmm. didn't even notice before? It's like that. I want more of that, That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the like organoleptically, like our sensory discernment tools, taste, smell, smell, can change from having these type of things, and then that starts changing. Um, for me, started changing, uh, you know, as I started listening to how my body was feeling more than how my body was feeling, and that kind of that gut feeling certainly started nourishing and and protecting and enriching my sense of uh, discernment on a more like intuitive level of what what things, people, situation, experiences were for me and what were not. Mm-hmm you know and if you have if you listen if you train yourself to listen and learn to trust that intuition i mean what a gift to be able to navigate life and just skip a bunch of hassle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: <'cause- laughs>
1: like i don't need to get i don't need to learn the hard way i'll listen yeah. to my intuition <laughs> or listen to some sage feedback from somebody i trust yeah i'm like hard left no problem Let's just yes. skip that
0: one yes you know, it's it's funny because, you know, I feel like what we're chatting about is awareness, right? Like you're gaining awareness around like if I had to imagine because I know this is what's happened to me, too. And I completely agree with everything you said, especially regards to smell. I mean, the amount of flowers I can smell now that have like it's like similar smells, but I can notice like minute differences in them by like 10 feet away from them. Right. And it's just I mean, it's a full somatic experience now smelling flowers. Right. And and so I actually hadn't linked it to specifically what had done that. But I know that changed drastically for me over the last five years that I've really been getting more into tonics and things like that. And also, you know, uh, getting healthier and healthier in terms of my mental emotional state as well, my spiritual health. And, you know, I feel as though another subject that is not talked about enough. Right. And we can see a lot of, you know, confusion on this. Uh Let's talk from, about it. Yeah, right. Oh, I knew you'd be into it, man. Like, What is it? Know? Well, so, you know, especially after the last year, right, where, you know, you could tell that some of the people that were trying to tell us how to get healthy weren't exactly speaking from a place of health, right? And you were talking about how, you know, if oh I take God. it. Yeah, right. I mean, this is a whole rabbit hole we could go down, right? And, uh, and so, like, you know, you were saying, like, I'll take advice from some wise friends, right? It's like I always ask people, you know, when they're when they're taking advice from their 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 mother, their father, their girlfriend, whatever and they're having undesirable results. I'm like, "Okay, what results do you want?" And then are the people you're listening to, are they getting those results? And almost all of the time it's no, they're not anything like what I want to be. It's like, "Well then why are you listening to them?" Mm, <laughs> results don't lie. Yeah, that's results the first problem. Lie.
1: Just I don't <laughs> look to those circles. I just want to enjoy the time with those folks. Yes. As I just try and like build a like Atmospheres around me of people whom I can lean on if I have a specific type of question Mm. that I like, feel they could be helpful with me or helpful to me around. A lot of those people are business related people because I don't have a background in business, Mm. but I'm happy to say I really enjoy it and I've learned a lot, a lot about it in the last few years. And I'd even say I'm good at it, it's fun. It's like a totally like a game, but I have not been able to do that at all with without the uh friendship and counsel of like a whole bunch of different seasoned business people that I keep close to me. Oh yeah. That I'm friends with, you know? Like we have relationships. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, that's um, actually very similar. I read that in uh, one of the interviews you did, that you didn't have a, you know, a, a background in business, but yet you've really come to enjoy it. And that's very similar to where I've been at and starting Highly Optimized. You know, I mean, my father owned a business growing up, but you know, I didn't really, I was never interested in it, you know? And then when I realized mm-hmm. like, Oh, I actually have to follow someone else's rules if I don't know my own business. Yeah. I'm, I'm running my own thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like, Oh, that sounds like a really good idea. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I'd rather work 16 hour days for myself, my own dream then you know unfortunately you know end up in a situation which for me again it's all just discernment but for me having to work on someone else's dream would have been miserable you know i know for some people that's what they want to do and that's awesome right but i knew for me there was a point where i was like yeah i want to do my own thing you know and uh again it's just awareness right like we keep talking about it. awareness is the key <laughs>
1: and 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 also at some some point along the way i realized i was like basically unemployable too
0: yeah <laughs> yeah guilty of the dark chart on that one
1: <laughs> like oh gosh it's not looking good in the job market
0: <laughs> yeah I ask why too much you know <laughs> and I don't mm-hmm. like because I said so as an answer you know <laughs> Yeah, you know I tend to dive into that one you know well tell me a little bit
1: about your business and like how, what is what is exciting for you in doing business Yeah. Because I love just, I love talking about business.
0: Yeah. You know, for me, uh, with starting highly optimized, I originally started it because I saw a, a, a missing link, if you will, in the cannabis industry, right? Where... People were ingesting cannabis, using cannabis, right? And, and they were never really getting anyone who actually had real information on, hey, how often should you do this? How do you know if it's right for you at this time? How do you know where it was grown, what it was grown with? All of these things, right? And I had already been mm-hmm. growing for some years by the time I uh, started working in the industry. And my goal was like, I'm going to shift the whole industry. I'm going to teach people about it. It's going to be perfect. And of course, that you know, perfectly wasn't how it worked out, right? Divine order. And uh, so I started highly optimized with no business knowledge whatsoever, just to fill that gap in some way, shape, or form. And the thing I love the most about it is how challenging it is, right? Because if you view challenges as problems, then yeah, it's going to really affect your life in a negative way. And I've done this before. When I switched my language from problem to opportunity or challenge, then it became like, oh, this is just like going to the gym and knowing that when I do push-ups, yeah, it might be challenging while I'm in it, but I'm going to feel great afterwards. Right. Or yeah, I might be going out foraging for wild herbs and, you know, might get poison ivy or something, but afterwards I'm going to love what these herbs do to me. And so you know, over the last uh, five years, I've been able to gain a lot of firsthand experience in how messing up, right? Just getting things wrong and, and 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 being like, okay, cool, awesome. I learned something. And so, you know, that's if I had to really put a label on it is what I've loved most about being a business owner and and getting into business is becoming really good with being okay at getting things wrong and jump in, like not skipping a beat, just boom. Okay, cool. It didn't work. Awesome. On to the next thing. Right. And it's allowed me to then apply that to other areas of my life and really just stop the hiccups in pretty much every area of my life. 99% of the time, right. Where if something goes quote unquote wrong, I just look at it as like, okay, what's the lesson here? Okay, awesome. Lesson learned, moving on. (laughs) So that's my favorite part. Yeah. (laughs) What would you say your favorite part has been so far? You know, if you had to think about all your experience being a business owner, what are some of the lessons you've taken away?
1: Oh, I've loved to learn about, wow. I think the learning is actually just, it's in itself, the learning is the really exciting thing for me. I mean, I get to exercise kind of, a lot of different parts of my brain we talked about design aspects we just rem- we just did a full remodel on our um facility this this spring and i fortunate to have skilled people that can like just step in and like do the specific exact things that it, i asked them to do but do like custom like bespoke tailored the whole space mm. to how the functional uh, use of what we wanted what we want to do with it at the facility there and that's a whole part of my brain i got to exercise i love that mm-hmm. building um certain types of manufacturing lines and ordering the right equipment and things like that i love that i'm um, looking at sourcing looking at technical data about like reports and labs and things related to the plant materials working directly with the plant materials we those liquid extract elixirs that we that we make are like, Oh my God, they're so good. They're mm. super strong. They're really like, I mean, strong in a potent way, not in a, like get you kind of over caffeinated feeling way and yeah, all yeah. like that, but it like in a, like, you know, strong, I mean, they're yeah, powerful. Quality. Yeah. They're called the transcendent elixirs because they are mm. like pushing <laughs> you beyond the, om- the cusp of like the sc- the scope of what we're normally available to us, and so I get to actually work with that material and and manufacture the liquid as we're um, doing that, which is really really fun. It's kind of like cooking. It's kind of like science, speakers, and you know, biology, bioorganic chemistry class or something. Mm. And it's kind of like commercial hands-on we're using these equipments with like pneumatic actuators and things. And I get to understand <laughs> how those machines work and how to, how to tune them or like dial them in or repair them. So much fun. It's just a, it's just a really enjoyable project. If I could encourage everybody that's listening to find something that excites you and create a business around it. Mm. Um, the If you're willing to learn and you're willing to just show up all the time. And if you love it, enough as a thing um whatever the thing is that you're doing then it it'll feel really awesome you just get to learn and grow so many different ways that you never would have expected on the onset Mm. and the places i've passed through along the way um many of them were totally unplanned and they just kind of were part of the natural unfolding of an awesome project and so yeah. I mean, if you if you get into owning your own business, like you're talking about, mm. you learn about taxes, you learn about yeah. <laughs> finance, you learn about what's the difference between a PL and a balance sheet. Mm. Like you learn if you really know your business, even if you don't know bookkeeping, you'll have sit down with your bookkeeper and you'll be like a third of the way through the first page and be like, the ratios are off. What's going on with the why is this cost of goods is like so low, but we sold so much stuff? Hmm. And they're going, "Oh, uh, let me check the
0: you know, but you you start learning about I mean, it's just like brain explosion. <laughs> you can speak the language, right? You're learning different languages, you know, finance, business, all languages, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, you know
1: stations in the spectrum. Yeah, tuning the dial to as many as many stations in the spectrum and becoming comfortable and adept and available so much fun.
0: It allows you to be a master of adaptation, right? Which for me is like you know, it's, it's so much fun because again, then there are no challenges or problems. There are only opportunities because you're so good at adapting. And when something comes up, you're like, okay, I'll just flow it this way. You're like water, no matter what kind of glass you're put in you, you shape to the cup. Right. And that is like, you know, as Bruce Lee says, like the, the most important thing in life, because life, is going to happen regardless, but how you see it happening to you is what therefore creates your experience of life, and that goes with anything in your life, right? Business, relationships, uh, you know, hobbies, anything, right? I, you know, it it all happens for you rather than to you, if you choose to look at it that way. Right. But we have seven and a half billion different realities. Choose. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're the if creator. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all if the you creator. You, you, know? you know, it's
1: just going to slip by and you can yes. keep feeling like you're a victim, like yes. so many other people. And it's like, come on, folks, come on, like, yes. grab it. It's right there. We can do it. Yes. Start and- taking responsibility for what we allow. Yes. in our expect in, in our experience in our range in our spectrum mm. i mean stepping into that wow
0: it changes everything I watch a
1: lot of things change yeah
0: yeah it actually super
1: freeing and it's so exciting
0: yeah it it starts life right like i personally like life di- when i look back like yes i hey. had some great times yeah. right but but life was living me Right. When you learn how to do that, you begin living life because at any point you can go, Hey, I noticed my vibration drops. Okay. I, my, my vibration dropped. Let me get back into a high vibe state. Okay. I'm good. Now I'm going to go make decisions and talk to people. And you know, like, Hey, you know what? Maybe my heart today needs to recluse a little bit. Right. And I really need Mm -hmm. to focus. Maybe I've had a very busy week. Sleep's been, you know, uh, sparse. And I need to just center in today. Right. And rather than go out into the world and say, no, I have to do what I had on my schedule today. And then you end up, you know, lashing out at someone you shouldn't have lashed out at, you know, seeing all these things is happening to you. And again, you know, it's, it's a, over time, you can gain more and more awareness that allows you to go, oh, I know the cue that happens before I start doing that. I'm extra. Tired oh, oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: you're picking apart the the program yes <laughs> you're hacking the tendrils yes
0: you're putting <laughs> uh, in the
1: garden you're,
0: <laughs> you're taking out malware and putting a firmware you know affirmation where yes you no know? <laughs> yes
1: yes i mean we have to that there's so much stuff that we bump into just day-to-day and in our life that is not necessarily beneficial there's a difference in its nature between organic energetic material matter substance information etc and inorganic substance mm-hmm. energy material mm-hmm. and it can come down simple like organic this is going to support the natural unfolding of health wellness you know optimism expansion embodiment for for a being mm. inorganic well it's like synthetic plastic shit that gets in your blood and <laughs> stymies up your pipes well that's not going to help yeah or what you know that kind of a thing and you can also do the discernment tool of pro-human or anti-human
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like i love that one sun potion is a pro-human company i'm we are here to yeah. support humanity in stepping more into themselves embodying more of their gifts and subtle latent talents so that they can show up more in their own life and frankly, be of service to more people around them so that we can all help each other to move up together. Mm. And, and that can be an, a simple tool. You can use this on like, you can look at corporate, you can look at companies, you can look at organizations, you can look at social themes, you can look at, you know, devices platforms all kinds of things through this lens and we don't have to get into those discussions but as an invitation please like it's kind of interesting to start examining the things that are so much a part of our lives um Mm -hmm. with a little bit more of a scrupulous lens of like is this organic is this going to help me evolve as a being and be more the best example of myself that I can be or is it maybe inorganic and it's kind of gonna like stifle me or stymie that or maybe it's trying to help me but it's doing it in sort of a synthetic way and then is this a pro-human thing is this something that's meant to like help me expand as a being help the beings around me expand so that we can all be more human and more uh, together or is it something that's meant to like hold me back and put me down and keep me separate from everybody else around me and make me upset and help me feel like a victim. And, mm-hmm. you know, you make up all the rest of the stuff, but
0: <laughs> anyways <laughs> it's, it's so true, you know, and, and really what I love about that question, right, like, is it pro-human or anti-human is I'm a huge fan of things that act as a control-alt-delete button, right? Because, you know, especially for for people that are stuck in the rat race, that are overwhelmed, right? It's really hard to sometimes go through all those programs and try to figure out if there's a question that can just control-alt-delete it, right? Like, is it pro-human, anti-human? Anti-human, done. Okay. Is this one pro-human, anti-human? Pro-human. Okay. Stay. Like, you know, I love those types of things because they're a failsafe for even when you're overworked, overtired, overstressed, whatever, they can still be either accurate or inaccurate, right? They're very binary, very black or white, right? And I love that kind of stuff because it meets most people where they are, very left brain dominant, right? And, and very analytical. They're using the calculator, right? The number one brain for everything instead of going over to the right brain for experience, feeling, quality, things like that. And so it helps them it helps meet them where they are. Right. Like, is this pro or anti easy question? You know? And uh, I mean, you know, it it does take some getting used to because what you could see is pro or anti human. You know, if you don't know about, for instance, bad quality meat or something or bad quality plants, you could think, Hey, I'm eating lettuce. That's pro human. Right. So there is some, you know, context one must have, but yeah.
1: Trust God and tie your camel. Yeah. like okay i trust my intuition but i also want to like learn and know yes know about these things
0: yeah and you know i'm curious you know for anyone listening who might be thinking ah you know i can't change the world what am i gonna do i'm just one person you know well you're you're living proof right one person can make a gigantic difference but you're
1: also the only you're the only one of that
0: person exactly your unique set of fingerprints will never walk the planet again right
1: Yeah, and we don't even know what's inside. If A lot of times we as individual people don't even know what's possible. We have no idea, actually.
0: Yeah. No idea. (laughs) And so then it's
1: like, no, we don't even, there's no way that uh, us that are surrounding a certain specific person could know like what that person really has to offer. Mm. It's for that person to find out and then for that person to bring it and to trust and to like want to, show up in that way
0: please do it yeah (laughs) let's find out what's going on in there yeah you know i'm i'm curious you know like if if that person let's say this hypothetical person was standing in front of you right now and they asked you scott what should i do you know what would you say to anyone listening in that scenario who currently thinks they have no power to change the world in a powerful transformative way
1: i would say first of all sit down and think of the things that you're doing currently in your life that you could cut out. Mm. Do you watch TV maybe more than you need to like at all? <laughs> um, do you do other things that just take up your time? You know, if you can choose some things to let go of that you just kind of go, hey, maybe that thing's not totally like serving me ending up where I'm hoping I'm gonna go, which is me being more self-actualized, self-embodied. Available to be of service and have a tick light, or having a fantastic, no matter where you are on the station. Um, and you start tuning into being of service and being on your purpose, things just start getting better. And so, um, if you can find things to let go of, it's a great place to start. If you can find space, then you can use that space to intentionally start adding some things. And I would say. Mentor is really helpful. Somebody to have as a sounding board, who's maybe uh, quite a bit further along than you are in, in maybe a business or something like that, but having clarity, probably before even that state is like having clarity about what you feel really passionate about and how you can help other people um, through cultivating or growing, growing that thing Mm. um, for yourself. If you want to do a business that, sounds like a fantastic idea you know it doesn't have to be right the first time it doesn't even have to be a right concept the first time the idea is going to change uh throughout the course of just doing the exercise but doing some of that contemplative work before putting your energy into actualizing is 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 a great place to start you don't have to be ready to solve You, you don't have to like beforehand know how to solve all the future problems because there's going to be so many you can't even imagine so um there's like a constant state of just healthy deterioration of anything good that you built that is going to need to be resolved and rebuilt later anyways and like you mentioned previously being adaptable to what arises is really the strength that will allow you to um, know what to do at the appropriate time if you can get tonic curves and adaptogens into your system. I would recommend sun potion. I think they're the best of what's available for what they specifically are. Absolutely. Uh, And all of this, I think the biggest thing that would be the most help is to sincerely start asking uh, yourself the energy around you, you know, in the kind of quiet moments or anytime have something of a mantra that you just repeat where you're asking to know what it is you're, you're trying to know so for me it was please show me my divine path of service like I want to know what I'm here to do please show me I didn't even know necessarily who I was asking all the time but I was asking myself asking the energies around me and when we want to know and it's sincere um, all kinds of stuff shows up to be helpful and so we don't have to worry too much about Um, What the paths will look like, because if we're really sincere and wanting to wanting to know, um, wanting to show up for our life, wanting to be helpful to those around us, then uh, spirit finds us, finds, you know, ways to get in and make itself shown and known and help help us be more helpful and useful. I think a lot of different ways. So we just have to be perceptive enough to notice. There's good luck and bad luck happening all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got to, but also noticing it when it's happening is, is really good. Start shifting the surroundings. Oh, here's another big one. (laughs) Like start shifting the people that you spend time with. Mm. You mentioned family and friends asking for feedback from those, those lovely folks sometimes. And maybe it's not the best thing to do because they have an idea of who they want you to be or who that, who you have been in the past. And so the, this idea that we become the five people we spend our most time with has been really powerful for me. Cause mm. you know, if it's time to shift gears and look for some new people, people that are good and want to do good things uh, out in the world can find each other. I, I believe that.
0: Yeah. You know, the thing you said there that is like so obvious is you know, a lot of times when I'm talking to people about not watching the news, they're like, how, how are you going to know what's going on? I'm like, listen, anything is going on in the world at any time. But just what do you want to focus on? Like, if you want to see the worst stuff ever, it's happening right now. You could go look at it, right? You could also see the best mm-hmm. stuff. You're not going to be able to solve that. You're not going to be able to stop it from happening. So where do you want your attention to go, right? Because really, at the end of the day, it's like, why I appreciate coaching versus therapy. Therapy looks backwards at, you know, let's go dive into the issue and look at it and, you know, go over it a bunch where coaching's like, okay, it happened. What can you do from here? You know, how did it help you? You know, where do you want to go from Mm -hmm. here? And it's, it's focusing Mm -hmm. on like, yeah, you know, you're here now and you can get so much better. And I think that's what you beautifully said in all of that, that you just said was like, listen, there are so many ways if you really want to change the world, all you have to focus on is that feeling of what it's going to feel like when you change the world. And really, you change the world just by being born. I mean, you know, I think uh, I heard a stat recently that was like, I might butcher it, but it was like, uh, every, like your life affects, affects like 60,000 people just by being alive. Right. In ways that you'll never know.
1: Amazing.
0: Yeah. Like smiles, Amazing. you give people, um, ways you look at people. I, I think it was maybe heart math that figured that out. Heart HeartMath Institute, but very mm. interesting, you know, and, uh, that's the stuff that, really allows life to become so much more magical, right? And 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 to help me realize that this whole thing is magic. I mean, we're allegedly floating through a rock in space that allegedly is round or allegedly flat. Or who knows, right? No one really knows. A Taurus, I mean, we don't know anything really. And that's the beauty of it. And that's what plants to me have been able to help me hop farther into is being open-minded, be skeptical, but learn to listen. The fifth agreement, you know, it's mm-hmm. so important. <laughs> and Scott, this has been an absolute pleasure, man. Getting to uh, you know share your insights, your wisdom with the world, and learn so much from you and hear your journey. And, you know, I really want to make sure that I plug Sun Potion. I really want to make sure that people know where to find them, where to find you. Um, you know, if you guys have any big, uh, you know, deals coming up or anything that you particularly think people should start out with, like if someone goes on your website and they're like, hey, this is all great. Where do I start? Like anything like that. I want to give you time to uh, relay all of that to the listeners.
1: Thank you so much. It's first of all, it's been fantastic to be here with you and your listeners today. and. Uh, Thank you so much for the conversation. Mm. You know, if you're interested in learning more about these things, please look us up at sunpotion.com. You can find information about purchasing and some of the histories and information about the different products. There's about 60 different things that we offer individual products anyway. So there's a bunch of other ancillary stuff, but SunPotion is the Instagram handle. If you're interested in signing up for the newsletter, there's a newsletter that goes out from time to time. And there's a blog called the sun potion journal that is posted to, um, from some really interesting curators and, and writers sun potion journal, sun potion.com at sun potion. Um, we could do a discount code for this show, call it highly all caps and, uh, offer your, Listeners like 15% off.
0: Wow. Thank you. Um, Scott. That's amazing.
1: So we can put that together. So if, if you go to sunpushin.com and use highly all caps, then you'll have a, an invitation to enjoy all kinds of things for 15% <laughs> off. If it was me, I would, get the, I would get the full kit of there's five individual herbal transcendent elixirs, mm-hmm. the liquid ones as individual herbs. And then there's four that are blends. And if it was me, I would go straight to those nine and get like a full kit of those nine <laughs> and use the discount code and, like, holy moly, watch life go awesome. <laughs> <much>. <laughs> that's exactly that's what I would what do. I
0: that's, do. <laughs> that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, you you and I are a lot alike in that way I like to go all in on something you know if I find something I like I'm like I'm buying everything (laughs) just seems like the best uh, way to try things out you know yeah yeah
1: those transcendent elixirs though really are very special so if you have the opportunity to try them please enjoy and we'll send some
0: over for you to experience yourself. Oh, awesome, man. Thank you so much, man. You know, I have one more question for you and, and we went into this a little bit already. So, you know, you could definitely, you know, paraphrase for what you've said already, but, but I'm curious asked in this fashion, you know, what you might say. And if someone listening could only make one change to highly optimize their life, what would Scott Lindy suggest that change be?
1: have as much sun potion every day (laughs) as you can Get your hands on Hell and yeah. then keep a positive at, attitude about yourself and start asking, What can I do to show up more and be of service in my life? Hell I mean, if that's kind of one run on sentence, but
0: that's what I would do. I, a hundred, I love that, man. <laughs> <laughs> there are no rules here, Scott. You know, I make a okay, you know very... podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys, after first being connected to Scott through a mutual friend of ours, I was beyond excited to have the opportunity to chat with him one-on-one. His dedication for creating the highest quality products on the market and being fully transparent with his customers is a perfect example of what is possible when we come from a place of love and allow ourselves to trust in the sometimes scary process of business and life as a whole. When speaking with Scott, it is immediately apparent that this trust and love for life bleeds into every aspect of his being. And to say it is inspirational would be a severe understatement. When I think of people like Scott... I feel an immense sense of opportunity, positivity, and hope for the world at large, as I truly believe more and more people are realizing their individual power and ability to change the world, especially with people like Scott who speak from direct experience, leading the way in what this way of living and being can look like. If you are looking to radically change your health, happiness, and experience of life as a whole, then do yourself a favor right now and look up Sun Potion, use the code HIGHLY, Find the products that your mind, body, and spirit are calling for and make the change today. Life is too short to have any experience that is less than fully lived, so waste no time in upgrading your life experience today and keep a close eye on Sun Potion as the mark they will be leaving upon the people they work with and the world at large has only just begun. Scott, thank you so much for sharing your time, your wisdom, and your love with listeners and me. And until next time, my friend, journey well, be well. Much love over to you. Namaste. What is up, everybody? I hope you are all enjoying the show. And I wanted to stop by real quick and share a little bit about our latest podcast sponsor, Freedom Builders. Now, Freedom Builders are a team of graphic designers, website creators, videographers, social media marketing experts, and coaches that build out your custom online business from A to Z. This is a done-for-you service, which means they do the work for you while you get to put your focus back on what you love most, which is coaching your clients and bringing in sales. Now as a former online fitness coach, Mike knows where your struggle points are and exactly how to help you overcome them. This is why he created Freedom Builders, so that you can scale your business while protecting your time and your energy. Now you guys know that delegation is a business superpower and you can activate this superpower today by scheduling a complimentary call with Mike at freedombuilders, with a Z on the end.com so you can start building the freedom that allows you to take your business to the next level. Alex and I recently connected with Freedom Builders for our Connect with Cannabis build out, and we could not have been happier with the results. With Mike and his team, they were able to go through an outline and create a personalized program for our experience, develop our brand identity, build and design a custom branded webpage, professionally edit our program video content, custom design all of our slide presentations, automate our email marketing sequences, create a seamless payment system for our offer, design unique infographics for our social media content, and guide us through our proven launch blueprint to generate organic leads through our social media. So if you're a coach, facilitator, or healer listening to this ad right now, and you are looking to put freedom back into your life, once again, go to freedombuilders with a Z on the end, .com and book your complimentary call today. I hope you all enjoy the rest of the show, and I'm wishing you the best day ever.